Hey guys, and welcome back to the Just Hoops podcast. I am here. My name is Jacob. If you haven't been here before, I'm with my brother Josh, who is our co-host. Um, Whoa! That was a bad intro, though. Putting me down. That was a bad intro. Welcome back, guys. Um, wait, as wait. Jacob no, was no. saying, I am the owner. Uh, so today we have a very fun topic. We've kind of touched on this a little bit before. Um, we actually dove into it a lot. Yeah. One of our interviews, we dove into it a ton. But um, this is a topic I really enjoy talking about uh, just because I I feel like it is a huge part of sports now and needs to be addressed and regulated for youth sports in America as one aspect. But we're going to talk about social media in basketball and – um not only is this for basketball i feel like it touches every sport uh in a certain way but we're a basketball channel so i feel it's more of a it's definitely more of a life thing like it's more than just the same trends are seen beyond sport you know Mm -hmm. um i'm actually i had some stats written down for this so like in 2022 59% of the world's population uses social media with an average daily use of two and a half hours. This was in July. Um, I find that to be insane. Um, It's just, I think that that also, like, it shows some of the positives because so many people could be connected. But at the same time, on average... The person is spending two and a half hours on social media, which I just I've been listening to a lot about like uh, ancestral things and like how we've developed mentally and stuff and like how there's just we're not built for this hyper speed, constant 24 seven connectedness. And like, there's nobody knows how it's going to affect us. So it's like a completely new frontier in terms of like mental development and mental, um, just the perception, like of always having the ability to connect with people and see things and always have stimulus. So it's like, from like a beyond sport perspective, it's just taking over how we view the world on a day-to-day basis. And it's kind of interesting to see, but at the same time, like for Josh and I, our generation's in the heart of it. Like we're the Mm -hmm. ones kind of like being directly affected by this change because a lot of the stuff's aimed at our, our generation, our age group, whatever you want to call it. But it's, uh, that's just like one way that I want to break it down because like just to set it up more because it is more than a like we'll dive into the Instagram trainers and kids looking for cloud I bet but like on a more broad stroke it's such a bigger thing than any one area and I just want to kind of lay that down yeah just like I could start off with some good, like both of us have this example, like coming from IMG, we have, we know people or have friends all over the world um, that 
you know, we're not going to take a flight to Europe to go see someone like just on the, on the drop of a hat. So like being able to be connected like 24 seven with those, with those friends that live seven time zones away. Um, it's, it's very like, that's, that's a good part of it. Uh, like even if you just want to say like video games, like you could be playing with someone from China, like say you never leave your house. You could be like brought up with a whole different culture, just like by playing video games. Um, so that was like, that's like a good part of it, but everything needs moderation, even moderation. That's a great quote I heard before. Um, so uh, that's good everything needs moderation even moderation that's interesting yeah shout out marcus <laughs> um hopefully, but, hopefully yeah. we can get him on here hopefully yeah. like some things falls away yeah that's that's another thing like people in florida just yeah one call you're connected with them like it's that's the good part of social media but with all that good comes that comes the bad that you brought up like i feel like with covid it just got so much worse like the growth of it got like progressively sped up like just talking in a general aspect just because no one's doing anything we're all stuck in our homes like you said what two and a half two and a half hours a day right now probably during covid it was probably four to six hours a day yeah so like just like that brain numbing for that long and then you're probably sleeping 12 hours a day there was a podcast by uh it was a modern wisdom podcast and he was talking to two professors from arizona state and he brought up the um like how we perceive things nowadays and like what is considered real like connection because like if you consider it from like an anthro uh anthropology uh anthropology right anthropology yes yeah if you if you consider it from that perspective we were only ever connected at most to probably 150 people now we're connected to everyone and then also they uh they brought up a really like interesting point of how even if you're connecting and talking to somebody on the internet your brain is not wired to perceive it as an actual connection and like if you only like i it's different if you meet somebody in person and you use it as a form of communication with that person but they're saying like if you connect and meet somebody online there's no way for your brain to perceive it as a real thing so it's kind of like your imagination takes over and then mm-hmm. it's I like it's interesting because of how many people build and formulate quote unquote relationships on the internet and like maybe have never met them before and it's just like it's interesting to hear like your mental capacity cannot even like determine that as an actual like real life thing because of just 
how fast technology has developed, we haven't been able to develop with it at that same pace. So like, I know we haven't really talked about basketball yet, but it's just like such an interesting topic to dive into because there's so many like aspects from cognitive to mental illness to just going to the positives like friendships and connection and learning and growth but like it's ranges all over the place and it's such a wide like it's basically the wild wild west of today yeah so yeah but But we could get into basketball now yeah so is there anything you want to you want to start um i mean i guess we could start with the positives of like like you said there's so much information out there so you really don't need a high level trainer in your hometown just to like you have all you have a ton of drills at your beck and call like you just have to be able to recognize okay this is a good drill and this is a bs drill like that's that'll be one of the bad things um also for the youth like you you know you could like see who is in your grade level like who you're competing with like you could see those type of guys um just with one youtube video like you could see what your competition is i'm I mean, gonna i'm gonna push that, I, I that. call that i call that a positive slightly but like the same thing with the first one too like there's a positive aspect to it like you could look at it in a positive light yeah. but you could also look at it in a negative light like you could see like you could say okay i could see my competition but at the same time the kid that's getting hyped up could just be like getting hyped up for no reason like i wasn't even going to go from that perspective i was going to push back on it from the point of especially youth basketball comparison could destroy somebody's love of the game like comparison is genuinely the thief of joy and you Mm -hmm. see somebody that's your age say you're a freshman in high school and some kid drops a mixtape and you're like dang like like not everybody especially at that age is wired to twist things to be more of a motive so it's like you can be a kid and you can be really good at bat. Like you can genuinely be a good basketball player, but you can see like, I don't even like Julian Newman, like to throw it back to my age group, you can see him as a freshman in high school and be like, dang, like, why is this guy getting all this love? And I'm just, I'm working my butt off and I like, I'm not getting anything. Like I'm not even getting my own like highlight tapes. I'm not getting pictures from people like, because it changes your, seeing a mixtape could change your desire for the game. Like instead of it being, I want to play basketball because I love basketball. It turns into, Oh, I'm going to play basketball. Hopefully get some cool highlights, put it on the gram, get some followers. Like it, the clout is what affects. I think the, like, the most grassroots foundational parts of the game because every kid sees this social media side and sees the basically leverage they can get from being famous on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube off of highlights rather than 
being an actual like high quality dude, high quality basketball player going in every day, doing the Mm -hmm. little things like that stuff is not pretty. So it's not pushed, you know, like you'll hear Mm -hmm. all these Kobe quotes and stuff, but you won't, you won't because that stuff is so behind the scenes that you're not going to see your day-to-day NBA all-star working out. Like you're, you're really not like, it's hard to find any workout footage of the majority of all-stars, you know, like Mm -hmm. LeBron workouts, how many workouts could you, like, if you go on YouTube right now, type in LeBron James workout, you'll maybe find two or three Kobe. You might find clips of like his entire career to add up to five minutes. Dwayne Wade, you might find one like, and then to make it more today, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You'll find like, on Instagram, Brick, uh, Chris Brickley posts a lot, but it's like clips. It's not whole workout sessions. It's not seeing actually what he's trying to work on. Um, Durant, I don't think you'd find one. I think you'd find his warm up from like pregame. Steph, I think that there's one on the internet. Um, it's just like you don't see the stuff because it's not pretty and it doesn't bring traction, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that is a big problem with social media though like whatever gets views is pushed and people like the youth is taking that as truth um so like if you walked if you walked into a workout that a freshman or sophomore in high school doing by themselves it'll be like unless they're like smart like I don't know. I don't want to say that. That's a little mean. Um, unless they're, unless they've kind of like been around the sport a while and kind of figured it out themselves, um, you'll see them do like that weird, the lethal shooter type stuff, like like the stuff that'll get views on social media. Which that's social media trainers are just trying to get views to get their popularity up to. I mean, there's some good ones like Chris Brickley, um, Pure Sweat Guy. What's his name? Drew Hanlon. Drew Hanlon. Um, like those those guys, they're legit. Like they won't like Brickley posts a lot, but Drew Hanlon will post like certain clips, like of either him saying something, but he explains it. So like it's it's good for the youth to watch that. Like he he'll tell like the people watching, like what's going on, what he's looking for, what they're trying to get better at. And then Brickley will post good drills, like just catch and shoots, like make this many in this amount of time, the, the pounding drills, the like all those solid drills that aren't like you got dunks for Brickley between the legs. Brickley, you got to read the captions. Yeah. He, you, does, he actually explains, he explains every, like he might post like, it might even look cryptic in terms of the workout, but then he'll like drop all this knowledge in the, uh, the, um, captions, which is like, yeah. that's, that's the cool part because like, if you're good and you're actually trying to help people out, like there's good content out there. It's just the point of finding it. Like there's, there's people that do it right. Those like, those two are the top two that do it right. Then you have the people like lethal shooter who, I'll be like, go to get your shots up in the gym and then shoot like 70 footers 
constantly like with the the chainsaw and like nails in the hoop and stuff not even that that's just bs <laughs> just him shooting like a regular workout he's shooting 50 footers like just casually making 10 in a row so kids will watching will be like oh i have to do that so they'll go out near half court <laughs> just chuck shots they're not getting better that's it's i don't know what do you think from your perspective would be able to so like even our youtube channel it's a lot more instructive and not as much about like it's like trying to teach the game and show different perspectives and see different things. Mm -hmm. Like it's not as much about, it's definitely not about clickbait. It's not about trying to like just get views. Like it's not any of that. Even the stuff we put on social, it's just, Hey, check out the YouTuber. Hey, like here's a little explanation of how DeMar gets his feet down. Something like that. Like, it's such a niche thing, but then basketball is like one of the fastest growing sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think that there's definitely a way in which the little things and like actual basketball could get pushed, but it's like, I know it's not pretty. It's not, it's not entertaining. Some of it, some of it, it's boring. Like some of it is definitely boring. Like hundred percent. Like it's so in the, it's in the weeds. It's, just finding these little details that a lot of high level guys do. And it's just trying to put that on a platform for people to see. So the question is, is what do you think could make that transition to showing people easier than it is right now? Because everything getting pushed right now is just like the glitz and glamor rather than the real like day in day out stuff well the only thing like the easy way would be to just stop pushing that the bs like you're you're teaching people bad habits through the internet which it's more entertaining for kids but it's not helpful like if you want basketball in the u.s in general because I feel like social media's strongest presence is in the U.S., especially with sports social media like basketball. Um, it's it's just pushing that bad message to the youth, and we talked about this in other podcasts, that the youth system in America is falling behind so quickly to that in Africa, Europe, Australia, China. Um, it's like we don't teach the details because it's boring for kids kids have no attention span from social media and google like you have answers like that like quick quick aside my fourth grade squad is going to be the most detail-oriented group in the in the midwest yeah um going that's but kids attention spans in the u.s nowadays can't sit there and like you can't tell them okay left right jump shot they're gonna they're gonna want to go between the legs between the legs behind the like dribble 15 times and shoot it's and not even shoot 
mid-range shots or around the rim shoot 40 foot three-pointers because <laughs> Steph Curry did it uh it's that's I mean that's a fun part of the game it's the game growing it's new new age basketball people shoot deep threes it's a cool like it's I don't want to say what dunking used to be because dunking still like a huge like oh moment on basketball but Dude, it's watching loney loney walker the little hint of friday's video but this dude man some of the like getting above the rim there's nothing like it seeing somebody yeah. that's so explosive and exciting like that's what like even the dunk contest might be considered bad nowadays but like when zach levine and aaron gordon were going at it nothing was more exciting you know yeah like mm-hmm. yes the game is changing but we we talked about that last week but at the same time like a lot of the fundamentally fun parts of the game have never changed yeah that's like where was i going but just the fundamental part of basketball needs to be pushed more you need to push like if the if those guys, I mean, I don't like if Chris Brickley had a youth camp and he posted a video about teaching kids to step into a jump shot left, right, and right, left, and and hop. Just that would I I don't even know. Like, I get what you're, you're tra- right. You're these just saying these like things they're, they're, these things are boring and. The internet is like it won't be loved by the internet. So that's I know what you're trying to like in terms of like the basics aren't getting amplified by the algorithm. Yeah, while that's, seeing Steph Curry put people like do the night night thing is like ten times more. Like you've seen how many reels, how many like short videos, how many like just edits of that one thing and it's honestly it was like not even part of basketball the night night thing was like just the celebration it was a celebration and like if people say oh i love basketball i love steph curry but then they like they don't appreciate how that man moves off the ball how he's like an elite ball handler and passer yeah he can shoot like he's the best shooter ever but like there's so many little details that allow him to get off these shots and allow him to be so successful that like nobody can even like comprehend because they're just like, I I just saw him knock down a, he was doubled. He knocked down a 40 footer and put the Boston Celtics to sleep in the NBA finals. Like, yes, that's like the spark note version of what he did, but like it wasn't, it's not like, oh, did you see how he got his feet down? Oh, did you see that elevation? Did you see the spin on the ball? Did you see the speed of that release? Did you see how he was able to use his eyes to create some space? Did you see how, like, those little details are not pushed at all? And it doesn't help that the algorithm hates that stuff because the algorithm does not appreciate when something is longer form and when something is not as quick hitting excitement if that makes sense yeah 
but that comes back to uh, people getting information instantaneously. It's such a big part of our lives now that we can't wait for anything. There's not much patience in our world anymore. And that's from the internet, the growth of Google and research is so easy. But that's another thing that just because these things like what we do isn't very common on YouTube. Like you're not going to find not to like be cocky, but you're not going to find this good of basketball information on YouTube at very many places unless you have, unless you dig deep. There, there's a handful of good basketball content channels. That's like you have to, but you have to like dig to find them. Like yeah. your house of highlights and overtime and ball is life are all above that. And then you got to go past all the BS to get to that. Like if you really like basketball, you will dig and find those type of channels. And I mean, we're, we're growing popularity pretty quickly now after that one month of struggles. So maybe we are getting slightly, we don't, we, we have like seven listeners to the podcast and just around a thousand podcast podcast is different. Um, But like, we've been growing pretty quickly for compared to what it used to be. Oh yeah. This summer was awesome. But, um, like there's not much out there like this. And if this was pushed more, I feel like basketball, like, I don't know what I'm trying to get at. (laughs) It it's if stuff like, what we release was pushed more. People would have a better appreciation for the game. People would have a better understanding of basketball. People would. I'm just talking about your average Joe. I'm not talking about somebody that's like a high level coach or even like a college player. Like, I mean, like I honestly, high school. I honestly think that people would have a, did you say a better appreciation for the sport? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I, I just like, especially youth. Like, I think if a if me in high school, like, yeah, I was the kid that dug through the weeds. I was watching every Drew Hanlon video. I watched. I was the kid that looked up LeBron James workouts and sat through that whole ninety minute video or whatever it was. I like. I know I'm weird and like psychotic a little bit, but like, um, shout out Powerade for those. Yes. Um, but like that is what, like, if I was able to find even those other handful of channels, those came out over the past, like three, four years. So like, I've been out of basketball since I've been able to even like get my hands on some of this stuff. And like, yes, it's good for me now. Like I want to be a coach. So it's like really cool to see different perspectives, ways people break down stats, ways people just see the game and different offenses, different, like seeing, being able to watch FIBA stuff and being able to watch just from all over the world, all these different things. That's the incredible part. But like, there's still so much BS that is ahead of the actual true content that I think like any high schooler that could get their hands on legit basketball content 
could put themselves in such a higher level of a position for even their own roster. Like you're a JV kid. You watch some of this, you actually try to understand it and you go and play like it's not going to translate overnight. I'm not saying that, but I mean, like you start seeing like things will slow down for you. You'll see yourself making plays, making decisions, uh, being more efficient with the ball in your hands and not feeling overwhelmed when you're on the catch. Like, I think that for your average middle of the pack high school player, like the more you're able to get a grasp on basketball and understanding the X's and O's, the philosophies, the just like how different guys operate and like try to find what works for you. That'll make you so much better in the long haul and potentially have you in a spot to play college basketball, to maybe even play professionally somewhere. Like the understanding of basketball is so low right now, but the skill level is so high. That's what like mm-hmm. I want to I do want to touch on that. Like the positives is that I think a lot more kids are skilled nowadays. I think the NBA is as skilled as it's ever been. I think watching some overseas stuff there. Their skill level's always been incredible, but just like the the way the game is played nowadays and how things are faster, things are more upbeat, everybody has to handle the ball, everybody has to pass, everybody has to shoot, that I think like from a youth standpoint, that the that's going to get pushed a lot more. Like, hey, you got to pass, you got to dribble, you got to be able to shoot it. I don't care how tall you are, I don't care how small you are. We're going to work on every fundamental and then build it up into skill sets build it up into moves build it up into x y and z whatever you want to say but um that the skill level nowadays i think is partially due to the amount of content on social media good or bad because you say we go back to you talking about um what's the shooter lethal shooter and he does some ball handling into a three so like it might be a 40 footer, but you get a kid that's able to get his handle a little tighter doing something that's not going to benefit him as much as somebody that does 300 form shots a day and does stationary ball handling 10 minutes every day. Like that could be more beneficial for building a great foundation, but a kid that could do like a chop chop into a 30 footer and he ends up building that into a consistent thing, even if it's just something he does in a workout and doesn't translate to a game, he could have a tighter handle. He could actually have a smoother release from three because he's comfortable. He he was able to build some comfortability from well beyond the arc. Like that type of stuff, yes, I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it should get pushed. I don't think kids should see that and be like, hey, I got to do that right now. I think that form shooting, that stationary ball handling, that simple things need to get pushed more. But I think the skill level being where it is right now is in, I don't want to say huge part due to social media, but it's definitely a really good percentage of social media influencing how people work out, how people do things on a daily basis like what they do on a daily basis i know i just went on a big rant right there but i hope my message got across yeah um one more thing i want to like kind of like going back to what i was saying earlier about how there's not much of what we do on the internet but there is like 
there there is good content just to learn about basketball. Um, there's more content out there that's successful than ever before, along with the um the skill level growing. There's more. There's a better ability to learn about basketball if you want to. If you want to go, like you said, you wanted to dig at when you were in high school. Um, like if you are, if you really love basketball, you'll go find the good content and you'll dig through uh, 15 bad sources or channels, whatever you want to call it, just to find that one good one that you really like that you can learn from that will help you with your game. Um, there's there's plenty of sources, even if it's like like you said, you could use people like Lethal Shooter to find a good one, like find something good in that just from getting your handle tight, like just with the skill aspect and then learning about the game. There's like plenty of sources out there whether you're just watching it yourself and you're trying to read it the more you watch basketball the better you're going to understand it so it's it's easier nowadays to find that to find that better understanding about basketball but it's just not as heavily pushed just because i mean it's more boring to watch than Steph Curry highlight tape of shooting 45 foot jump shots or Steph Curry warm up as he steps back each time all the way past half court or shooting from the tunnel. Um, it's like, that's, that's always going to be pushed more just because the average watcher or the average, the average basketball consumer would rather see that, that doesn't care if they have a better understanding about basketball. They just want to see something that gets them excited. That's what I don't even mean for fans. Like I think fans, yeah, more more power to you. Watch all the highlights yeah. you want, do whatever. But in terms of the growth and development of the game of basketball, I think that even what you said, the more basketball you watch, the better. I think like people seriously need from a youth basketball standpoint need to push watching film. I don't even I don't care what level. I just mean being able to sit down, watch a game, and take something away. I don't not care what you highlight take. tapes. Yeah, like highlight I mean, tapes are too popular nowadays. Like you watch, I right before starting this, I was talking to you about watching the uh, Serbia Greece game, and the first play of the game was like an awesome continuity set to free up Jokic for a post touch, and I was like, dang, that movement, that like spacing and stuff was really good, like. So like to dumb that down though, like you're, you're in middle school, you're watching a game and you see, um, let's go college and say you saw, uh, Sivir Wheeler coming off of a ball screen and you don't know college players. You, (laughs) it took me a minute. You see him coming off of a ball screen and you're like, dang, did you see how his shoulder, was at his hip like every time at the screener's hip every time like 
maybe that that's what makes him so successful because he isn't that big. He is quick, but he needs to make space somehow. Like maybe that's the key. Like watching basketball, there's honestly, there's so many different things you could take away that like, if you sit down and watch even a half, like you're going to learn something or walk away with something that you didn't know before or something that Mm -hmm. you have a different perspective or angle on, which I think is the cool part of the game is because like there's a million ways to skin the cat, a million different ways. You go to the NBA. Yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, it's the same, like five plays, blah, blah, blah. But every team does it different. Every there's 30 separate teams doing, maybe you think it's the same thing, but like, if you even look at defense, there's 30 different styles of defense going on 30 different, um, ways that they're using their personnel to be successful 30 different ways that they're developing their guys like every yes there's a lot of similarities across the board but at the same time the uniqueness and creativity that basketball allows for is what i think attracts people and also makes it so fun yeah but that's do you have anything else to add i I just want to say that uh, I'm sorry for the bad intro, but um, just like if there's any takeaway from this, I think like there's goods and bads to social media in general. It's just don't allow the bad to overpower the good, you know? Yeah. In all aspects. Yeah. That's, that's the, like social media could be the greatest tool, but also the greatest enemy too. Uh, development in basketball um that's but that's in like we said in the beginning it's in all aspects of life social media could be the best thing but also could be the worst thing it could ruin someone's life but it could also make someone's life so much better it's it's just how, it depends on how you use it so use social media wisely uh if you're trying to learn about basketball just don't Time's valuable. Your attention's valuable. All these people are just trying to get your attention. Um, that's even not even like like if you think about YouTube channels, like we said with this content, they're fighting for your attention for your five minutes of watch time just so they can make their money. Yeah. Um, same with social media. They're all like Instagram, Snapchat, Be Real. Um, they're all all fighting for your for your time and your attention so use your attention wisely your your time is the most valuable thing to these companies and even to yourself um so just know how to use it and use it to benefit yourself instead of wasting it well put but Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Just Hoops podcast. For more basketball content, we brought up the YouTube channel. Make sure to check it out at Just Hoops. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok revival. TikTok revival. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Josh is in charge of the TikTok, so help him out. It's bad. Don't be mean. (laughs) Speaking of social media, but... um, Yeah, so that's it. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace.